Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with... Elizabeth Helley. And... Tyler Hymanson of House Sexy Soccer Player Priest. <laughs> Part of the Legacy Coven. I mean, I think you mean to say House Glendale. House Glendale, that's right. Uh, Part of all, House Glendale. We're all here convened in House Glendale, <laughs> a meeting that's of the funny. Legacy tonight. And we are initiating a brand new member into the Legacy. <laughs> Special guest Jennifer Otega. Yes, it's me. <laughs> it, is, it is I. Keep that key close. Yes. Um, co-owner of Muse TV. That's uh, www.musetv.net. I got it right. Yeah. 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 We had uh, Michael Sandoval on a couple oh, episodes guy. ago, and uh, yeah. we thought we'd get the, the better half on. Yeah. That's right. Well, <laughs> the wild, the wild side of us. <laughs> He'd probably agree. Yeah. 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 No, we wouldn't, actually. Yeah. Like, I'm the better. I'm like, no, uh, not. We all know the truth, Mike. Well, we'll find out at the end of this episode if we're talking about uh, yeah. something better than Rambo Last Blood. <laughs> Although I, I really enjoyed that episode. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Thank you. Nice. Uh, well, before we get too far, uh, we just want to, like, we start off every show just saying mm-hmm. thanks to everyone for listening. And if you want to reach out to us and let us know your thoughts on the, each and every episode, uh, where Eliz, where can people reach us? Yeah, we're really close to the end of Poltergeist for now. So mm-hmm. please let us know your suggestions for future franchises at sequelrights at gmail.com and reach out to us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at sequelrights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. The reviews mean a ton. You'll find out later in this episode if you unite five keys together, you can open up a portal to hell. If you give us five stars, it'll open up a portal to somewhere. Yes. And we'll talk about it uh, at a later podcast. Oh, I love that. It could be Albuquerque. We'll find out. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, this week we are moving on from the core trilogy of Poltergeist into the a very strange uh, spinoff series called Poltergeist The Legacy. Right. We've gone from 1988 all the way to 1996. Mm-hmm. And you, hey, we're a little bit further future. Maybe the special effects will be better. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is normally the part where we play the trailer, but I was unable to find Ooh. like an ad for the show. Right. So instead, we get to hear the lovely intro Ooh, to yeah, this yeah. episode. Perfect. Perfect. That oh, um, it, you'll hear, but it's kind of like inexplicably being done in like a Transylvanian accent. <laughs> this is the intro for every episode, by oh the way. Yeah. All right, well, here we go. Since the beginning of time, mankind has existed between the world of light and the world of darkness. Our secret society has been here forever, protecting others from the creatures who inhabit the shadows and the night, known only to the initiated by our true name, the Legacy. Since the beginning of time. So, that honestly is, it is the dulcet tones of Derek DeLint, who plays yes. Derek uh, in the show. <laughs> he is a apparently very famous, well-respected actor in the Netherlands. Oh. Um, and so I believe that is where this accent come from. I most of say, his in the sure. Canada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most, of, most of his credits are like movies that I cannot read you the name of because they are in what? Dutch would be the language mm-hmm. in the Netherlands. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so his accent, uh, it's never really explained, but this is an actor who 
is not American, so he does not. It also, like, I don't, I, I kept waiting for someone in the show to have that same sound, and I feel like it doesn't really, he doesn't talk like that in the show. No one does, yeah. He doesn't. Um, it's not supposed like my father be... was the legacy player. He should have. It, it could be that maybe he like gets better as the show goes on and kind of like drops the accent. But no, he kind of does talk with some. You can always tell that there's some kind of accent. And then the priest guy is like Irish. And there's oh, a bunch God. of characters in oh, Ireland, yeah. especially in this pilot. The accents are like and the then best the, part um, of show. But really, I'm pretty sure almost everybody other than Derek DeLint is Canadian. Because yeah. this was filmed in Canada. Even though it takes place place in San Francisco. San Francisco and every episode there's like a shot of the Golden Gate Bridge <laughs> and Alcatraz it's like see San Francisco it. Yeah, it was so on Showtime it right? was on Showtime yeah, yeah. Um, it started on Showtime in 1996 and uh, uh, for three seasons and then the fourth <laughs> season was picked up by Sci-Fi which weirdly God. was also how Stargate SG-1 got started which I didn't realize oh, it was like, on, it was, wait, no, it was, no apparently it was way. Showtime and then Sci-Fi bought it out because that was a year later yeah so I yeah. didn't realize. So it was like Showtime was getting into. I didn't even realize that Showtime had original programming. No, me this neither. Early. Um, I had her. I guess their first one ever was the Shelley Duvall Fairy Tale Theater, which I actually had heard of. But then right. um, this, and they did a lot of other genre things that were then later picked up in syndication by like. Um, various horror or genre themed branches of other right. cable channels. Like I think there's one called like Chiller and like Oh right, yeah. Else. Like there's like Chiller Showtime or like genre or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Comet, yeah. Um well we go from this amazing intro straight like in media res into an episode of The Young Adventures of Indiana Jones. <laughs> it was super Indiana Jones in the beginning. Like I was that's what it was. I was like, this is a crappy Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, the dad yelling at his stupid kid to yeah, shut, shut the hell up. <laughs> shut the hell up and let's rob this tomb. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't care what you want to do, Derek. I don't care if you're on vacation. I got shit to do. Yeah. I have it's a hat to wear. It's not responsible parenting, I'll tell you that. Right. It's not. In yeah. Peru, in the middle of Peru. I know. Um, and Derek gets so mad, he throws the map out the window. It, right. Fucking Derek. I mean, he'll never learn, as we might see later. No. Um, but yeah, so the dad is on this quest to find something. In darkest Peru. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I think that they're sepulcher, sepulchers. Sepulcher. Sepulcher. No, sepulcher. Yeah. Sepulcher. There's five of them. Sepulchre. They're boxes with, sl- they look like ballot boxes or yeah, like, they're, they're like suggestion yeah, boxes. Yeah. It's really weird because they're boxes that apparently are supposed to be housing some sort of demon, yet there's a hole in the top. There's a slot right. in the top. Which, that makes no sense. Yeah, but when yeah. you turn the key, then whatever it is can come out of the slot, but the box doesn't really open. Yeah. Right. And throughout the throughout the episode, the box seems to be of varying weights. <laughs> Sometimes yes, it looks very like heavy. a prop. Sometimes yeah. it's like, oh, God, this is a real box. Um, but uh, he walks up this crazy-looking, like, staircase. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know where they shot that, but it looked like this, like, never-ending <laughs> staircase uh, that was built up like a giant wall or something, like wooden mm-hmm. staircase, um, into a cave. And then, of course, there it is. The sepulcher. <laughs> sepulcher. Sepul- I can't even say it. Sep- sepulcher. Sep- yeah, it's really, I don't know why it's so hard to pronounce. It's because it's mystic. Uh, <laughs> it's an antiquity. <laughs> um, he finds it, and of course, you know, as you do, uh, he becomes totally obsessed with it immediately and has mm-hmm. to open it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and he releases a PlayStation 1 graphic. <laughs> yes. Even He goes to open it, even though I feel like he says something like, oh, we need to be careful Yeah, with and his son's inside. like, Dad, no, don't do it. Like, <laughs> Shut up, Derek. <laughs> Shut up, Derek. Let me do this. <laughs> All you want to do, we went hand gliding this morning. Now we're doing dad things. Yeah, uh, yeah and he opens it up and a crazy goblin comes out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like fast looking skeleton you've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. It is fly you know what it looks like the cover of Killer Instinct like that, It does. Like yeah. a skeleton, <laughs> yeah. you know. Whoa. Or also like old like Powell skateboard decks. <laughs> exactly. Like I think that skeleton being like, "Hey, radical." Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it would say radical. Yeah, yeah. He probably would. He probably would. So like, you want to buy some pogs? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he grabs him by the legs and is dragging him in and sure. then um I don't know, remember exactly what happens but he die. He kind of like I gets think attacked. That, I think that it collapses and then it cuts to a fancy party i'm pretty sure that's what happened well derek shows up and he's like <laughs> how did derek get back from peru as a child i want to know yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good question paddington <laughs> he gets up there and his dad is like derek uh, i'm sorry derek i only have one thing to give you my bling here's this ring it's oh, yeah. super dope oh, yeah. it's got nell on it make sure you point it at the camera legacy <laughs> Yeah, and then the real credits begin. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. So yeah, his dad it's, dies. Yeah, so it's like, oh, he's the legacy. He's the, he has to carry on his father's legacy. Yeah. No, of, not really. Of degrading of at this point, yeah, you're sure. like of degrading tombs and doing this. And yeah. being irresponsible around children, which right. throughout the episode. Yeah, is no, what he no does. good parenting. So no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, such so a terrible thing. So we find out that the legacy is actually like a secret organization sure. of people protecting the world from like demons and ghosts and Satan mm-hmm. and whatnot. In the Bay Area. Yeah. Yeah, in the Bay Area. <laughs> it's so secret, in fact, that they wanted to make sure that their architect put L's on everything. <laughs> yes, but they have like a, a shell organization. They're supposed to be like some kind of antiquities collecting. The Luna uh, Foundation. Yeah, Luna, Luna Foundation. Foundation. Also an L. All L. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they have a big old mansion. Super secret. On an island, I guess, yeah, but in what, San that's Francisco what I'm trying to figure out. We're in San Francisco, like Treasure Island? Because that's yeah. where like, it must trash. be. It's like, Alcatraz. It's, it's, it's in yeah. the middle of it's Alcatraz. not on Alcatraz, but I don't know where it is. It's like some other island in the bay. Because he sure. later says, you're on an island, you can't escape, lot, or whatever. I used like, to live in San Francisco. There's not a lot of... Really? Yeah, no, there's like, not a lot of islands No, yeah, it's not, it's not like the Puget Sound or yeah. anything like that. Okay. It's the Isle of Dr. Moreau. It's in the... It's Yeah, well, it's somewhere. And uh, after all the people leave from the fancy party, we find out that to get into the secret lair within the house, you... <laughs> this was up, amazing. You walk up to a map of like an old timey map on the wall that then scans your eye, uh-huh. and when you're confirmed, somehow the wall becomes walk through, and then right. you can progress. You can through phase a wall. through the wall. Yeah. Yeah. This was the moment where I was like, I'm like kind of bored with this show already. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then this happened. This happens, and I was like. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I am all in. Yeah, yeah, like, he, like he, what sort of ghost bat cave nonsense is happening yeah. here? Because like he's been having these, so he's been having these like visions, right? Uh, and yeah, then he walks up to the map, and you're, you're in my mind, I was like, oh, he's gonna cross reference the map with the book he's holding, <laughs> or it's gonna be like a secret bookcase door yeah. or something. But right. nope, he yeah, walks through it. a wall. Yeah. When that laser appeared, I was like, what the I don't fuck? know what technology they were able to come up with, but Legacy we don't even have that technology, technology well, yeah, now. And it doesn't, so. like, it's unclear if the show's trying to tell you it's a hologram or if they've harnessed some mystical power. Like, 
there's a laser, and then he phases through a wall, and then it's just not explained. No, yeah, and then that's get, the beginning of Stargate. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He goes straight to the computer, and he's and like, there should be more Kurt Russell. There definitely should have been. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so somehow they find out that they need to go, that the, the there's five boxes. They have... Four, right? He has four boxes, and like, well, the other one's never been found. Yeah. You guys, you army call. guy, and you, lady. You guys are, like, crossing over all the amazing, okay, jumping sorry. over all Go the ahead. amazing things. In this crossing show. over who? Yeah. Ooh. I mean, it's a long <laughs> episode. We can't uh, hit every detail. Uh, I wanted to say, when he first goes to the computer, he has a little ram- Rambo rage at the oh. computer. <laughs> He's like trying to look up his dad's dossier and it's like going really slow and he's like, God, computers. But when he goes to show everybody um, the all of the like secret boxes he has down in other like boxes and boxes and boxes in his basement, he has this amazing like, <laughs> you know, the, the first room had the laser wall or whatever, the hologram wall. Yeah. This room, you need to have a special pair of brass knuckles to open up the wall. <laughs> <laughs> like puts on these brass knuckles punches the wall and then turns a key and I was like that is so fucking weird why does he have this why is it brass knuckles I've never seen that used as like a secret key for a door that's how he got out of Peru I get yeah. yes you're right <laughs> And there's, wait, there's five boxes because of the five points on the pentagram. That's right. <laughs> Spooky. So yeah, if you, if you get all five boxes and all five keys, you can open up the gates of hell. Right. Yes. yes. But they want to get all of them to keep them behind this brass knuckle door, I guess. Yeah, the brass knuckle door. Yeah. To keep them from the demons. And, they, and, they, and he has the geniusly stupid idea of like, Instead of leaving the keys here in one place where no one will ever find them behind our hidden door, why don't we split up and put the keys around our necks and right. go like towards the, the demon most person? Thing. No. Like, that's asking for it. I'm sorry, but you're asking for it. I know. Like, put him like, in safes bare, on your spe- neck. On especially your neck. how this happens. <laughs> like, like we'll, we'll get it. We'll get into it. Like so the way their plan is incredibly oh, dumb. And who so, wants to wear a giant key all day around no. their neck? Yeah, the members you know. of the team are. Um, Alex, Robbie Chong, she's like research computer science girl. Yep. And then you have like Julia, who's like, I don't know, the uh, cute girl that's going out with generic military guy. The cute girl who's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, I guess. yeah. What it, what's his face? Reformed reject Nick? priest. Right. Oh, no. yeah. Philip, he's, not, he's not there yet, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, There's he's Nick. so he's the other Philip. guy. It's like the, the, it has like the we got like the action figure type guy. It's like the BK Kids Club grew up and then start <laughs> like founded the legacy. Nick like, is horrible. He never gets any better. <laughs> Every episode. OK, so I watched like five episodes of the show My God. and I read a bunch of recaps but like Nick is basically every episode the guy that's like I don't think we should be doing this I don't think there's anything here and then Elis, they prove he, him wrong Elis, he doesn't respect the forces he's up against yes, okay? that's right. we've learned this from Philip Priest Philip Priest yeah. Philip <laughs> So uh, then we cut away to Ireland where there's a family mourning and there's a guy, <laughs> just a random townie who's like the, the undertaker. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> you should probably stop doing that because you're real annoying. <laughs> he's just and like, she he's like, well, you should get the fuck out of here. Like, oh, that's your husband. Like, oh, he's buried here. Well, you're not staying long, are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because this place really sucks. <laughs> Don't be here. She should have been like, well, actually, you're being annoying. I'm just trying to grieve my <laughs> right. husband. And yeah. So, yeah. Why, why are you like, so noisy? Yeah. So, yeah, we have Rachel, who's Helen Shaver from Tremors 2. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, remember, she was a Playboy centerfold. That's right. <laughs> um, and and we wish yeah, yeah, which comes in later. <laughs> remember, oh, this is oh, a Showtime yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so she's like our, you know, outside of the group protagonist for this. And her daughter, Cat Catherine, is there. Cat. So they're mourning. Uh, her husband and young son that were killed in a car accident. That's correct. And they're buried in Ireland f- for reasons uh, because he that's was where Irish, he was from. I guess. Yeah. Yep. Connor people people are even kind of like, wait, why are you burying them so far away where right. you can like never visit yeah. them? Ah, that's they what like he wanted. Expensive plane tickets. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then Catherine runs away. I don't know why she runs. I can't remember. This why is she runs this away. is where I'm gonna like posit the very loose connections. <laughs> Poltergeist right. franchise. Yeah. So extremely loose, you guys. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's barely so loose related. That, like, I'm going to say, in the last movie, uh, there was a lot of scenes where Carol Ann was wearing red, and Kathleen's also wearing red in this scene. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's probably as close as it gets to yeah. talking. And There's a speech, yeah. Or Wait, is that what you're going to no, say? Go, go, There's go a ahead. speech where Derek tells Catherine that her power is oh, her yeah. innocence, and that only a child can, you know, like, defeat these ghosts because of their innocence mm-hmm. which i believe and that happened in one of the poltergeists tangina gave that speech yeah, that do, we, do we believe yeah. that tangina was part of the legacy at some point i mean you could propose that i think sure um well, i believe i just did <laughs> i feel like you could make a case for that yeah so in season one episode 21 oh, yeah. uh which i watched uh, Zelda Rubenstein does ah. come onto the show, what? and it's the Shit. only main crossover. But her name is not Tangina; ah. it is Christina. Tangina. <laughs> <laughs> it's Gina. Her name is Christina. She's a medium that speaks to the ghosts that are haunting Rachel's dead aunt's family plantation and Whoa. Derek's father. They communicate all through Christina, who talks to Cat, little girl, only in like rhymes and limericks. So she's like a cross oh, between God. Tangina and Leprechaun. Maybe. Like, so she only like she tells Cat what to do and you know how to get rid of the ghosts and all these things, but it's always in a rhyme. And of course, like it's they do the Craig T. Nelson thing where they're like, "I don't trust her. What's the deal with her?" And then at the end, they're all like, "Okay, Christina, whatever you say, let's all hold hands and do a chant in a circle and defeat the ghosts." You know, maybe she was autistic. That's what I'm getting from this. <laughs> <laughs> why else were you speaking in? If this show is, like, produced and owned by MGM, like, why would they not yeah, you said I don't know. make her be if Tangina? If they had her willing to come on, I don't know why they didn't just make her be Tangina. That it's is a killer writing. That That's what nuts. it is. That's, <laughs> That's right. The great writing skills of the show. Um, this, this graveyard scene also brings back uh, one of the themes from a lot of the um, Poltergeist movies. Creepy ghosts calling out kids' names. That's yes. right. Um, and Justin. <laughs> and this, the, the ghost uh, or demon or whatever it is in this, this show um, was really funny to me because he's just like, he sounds so pushy. Yeah. Like he's like, like he's like, can't get his way. Uh, and I think that you guys got to just, you got to just hear, you got to hear some yes. of his call outs to Catherine.
<laughs> Just get me out of here. I love the one at the end when he's just like, Catherine. I love when hurry it it's up a, or whatever. It's totally a real Rolex. You should buy it. Catherine, Catherine. Like, like a guy in high school trying to like peer pressure his yeah, girlfriend. Exactly. And be like, hey, yeah, it's on, supposed Catherine. to be like a little boy. <laughs> right. Like, but right. But it's it, sounds brother, like, yeah. it sounds like like the writer of the show just was like, I'll do this part. Catherine, Catherine. Catherine, come on. Join the publisher's clearinghouse. Catherine, come on. Hurry up, you stupid. So basically, Catherine and Rachel, after getting thrown out of the graveyard by the weird undertaker, they basically stumble upon a thrift store where Catherine decides she needs to buy a rando box, which is the sepulcher. Yeah. I, I just love the idea of like, hey, you're, you're missing your family. Let's go to a place where a bunch of dead people's things are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is a, our first example of like the awful parenting in this. Right? Another example yeah. of the awful parenting where she gets so wrapped up in her conversation with the dang. With the escapee from from <laughs> Shawshank prison. <laughs> that her daughter just runs off and she doesn't yeah. even notice. And like any kid runs right into an antique store. Right, right. Kids love antiques. Kids love antiques. <laughs> yeah, right well, next to but the supposedly grid. the ghost is guiding her there or whatever. Catherine. Uh, so they se- he sells them the box, Which, uh, but they why, don't have the key. Why is first of all, if a kid is telling me to buy a box that has like a hand that says stop on it, which it does on the side, yeah, and it's a creepy box, I'd be like, screw you, no, I'm yeah. not buying yeah. that for you. The mom also, no. also, the mom would be like, no, honey, we can't fly back with that. This is like before 9-11, so they were a lot looser with the baggage sure, rules. You could probably sure. carry that box in your lap and no one would even care. I'm also kind of confused how the box even got there in the first place, because apparently right. all the archaeologists died. Right. But then someone still brought the box to the Yeah, right. someone must have found their bodies, too. Yeah, well, the, it, was the under, it was the Undertaker, right? But the guy guess. at the antique store is like, oh, some unfortunate spelunker brought this in or something. And I was like, yeah. Hey. Uh, well, um, he just got maimed by but the But he, he can't find the key, and so he, like, also he wants to hook up with the mom, so he makes up, like, an excuse of, like, oh, I'll bring you the key later tonight, and once I find it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, the shopkeeper played by William Sadler, yes. who is, uh, you All recognize him from everything. Grim but... Reaper and Bill and Ted. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, as previously mentioned, Shawshank Redemption. And at some point, the legacy arrives. They're looking for the box also. And uh, in a small town, like, bar, where I'm sure they would love to get business from visitors, instead, when these people walk into the bar, everyone's just like, the music stops. They all stare at them. They're like... We don't take kindly to your, yeah. you know, but in Irish. There's like ADR, there's like uh, some ADR lines of like, oh, this is American? Not looking for a drink? Not here. Right. <laughs> All this really hilarious stuff. It's like, just sell them a beer. Who gives a crap? Take their money. Like, I don't know. But yeah. Um, and, and is this where Derek runs into the priest? Well, I was going to say, I yeah. want to go back. This is before. Yeah, I think he picked him up on the way. This is before uh, we get introduced to, like, I think what is the most hilariously what the fuck character <laughs> in this uh, thing. So, we learn a little bit about the legacy that apparently there's a rule in the legacy where like, if you leave it, you can't come, come back. back. But we, uh, we don't know why. It's we just don't a thing. Know why. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's just the rules. Those are the rules of legacy. It's been going for 3000 years, whatever. <laughs> um, so we get introduced to the priest who has apparently left the legacy. Mm-hmm. And, but uh, Derek needs all the help he can get because this is like the big one. Mm-hmm. They've been looking for this thing for a long time. He likes soccer. 
Yeah. So all of a sudden, we get a scene where Derek's in a church. Yeah. And out of nowhere, a soccer ball flies at his face. <laughs> <laughs> he catches it. And then the the priest says something about how he murdered someone during his soccer game. <laughs> No, that was such a weird scene, right? It's an insane scene. It's like they had not decided what this character was going to be. So let's just leave the options on the table. Like, is he a professional soccer player? Is he a priest? I don't know. Let's just have him dress like a soccer player in a church. That way we can go either way. Yeah, and he's like got uh, his face is bloody and he's got like bloody knuckles and he's like, I was really sinful out on the field today or something yeah. like that. And this guy, even though they established this thing of like, you can't leave the legacy, you can't just come back and go as you please. This guy comes and goes as he please for, it seems like the entire Everything. series. I'm not quite sure, but at least in the episodes I saw, sometimes he was there, sometimes he wasn't there, sometimes he wasn't there, and then he'd show up and everybody would be like, what are you doing back here? And then other times he was like, just there. And so I, I have was no idea. Was the legacy estate? Because I felt like he was just randomly always like i'm not sure yeah, yeah it seemed like he was just around i i want to get into this guy like, as we're talking about this character this character is just so deeply weird oh oh press <laughs> oh he no Please. you keep going he's weird oh i was gonna just i just wanted to get into his storyline of like what happens <laughs> with like so they at some point the demon gets out and they start tricking people yeah the and, demons are all gonna trick them to get their keys. keys right and so we get to hear like like there was like the what's his it's not Derek, the other, the military dude. Nick. Nick's, Nick's Nick. mad at him because because there's this girl that got lost uh, that, that we don't really know how. And basically what happened is what the demon tells us is that the priest slept with her, was not supposed to, like, while he was taking his vows, then, then ghosted her, and then this woman killed herself. <laughs> yeah. herself in the water. Like, swam out into the ocean and drowned herself. Um, yeah. By the way, this is the same woman who's from uh, Starship Troopers Two and House of Cards. Oh shit! Yeah, there's a there's like yeah, she's every- in one scene as a ghost lady that makes so, out with him. And so yeah, so yeah, she shows up as like her drowned self and makes out with him and steals a key. Oh my love. By the way, orchestrations arrangements by Mark Mancina uh, for oh, some yeah, reason. I saw that apparently Harry Gregson Williams was involved in this show. Oh at wow, some point shit! Too. Um, we got to talk about this guy's acting. Yeah, like uh, you know, Amazing. like <laughs> Elis. Said if that's that, what you want to call it, then yeah, sure. Elis says that he has like an Irish accent, but it's like Ireland by way of Canada. I think, yeah, or something. Very strange. Um, and he has like. Uh, when he's introduced this like soccer scene that he's introduced mm. in uh, was one of the several moments where, you know, you know, uh, there's not a lot of things that can make me laugh out loud or mm. exclaim in my apartment watching it by myself. But this was one of them. Well, they fooled us, didn't they? I'll pray for you, my friend. Come with us. No. <laughs> <laughs> Philip, you are a member of the legacy. I was. <laughs> not anymore. No. What is that line reading? No. It always sounds like he has like bread in his mouth or something. No. no. I was. I was. No. I did it. He's like, just let me learn. <laughs> yeah, he's always eating a clam chowder from Disneyland. <laughs> he just has a bread bowl. But he has all the best parts in the show. He does. Well, yeah, there's some oh, other great man. parts. But so. 
Yeah, there's all this back and forth with the key. The key doesn't work. So William Sadler takes the box back to his office, successfully opens it, and becomes possessed by the demon. As one. He, like right. the smoke monster goes into his mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then he ends up discovering and killing Julia, who was the hot girl. Who was, who was not, had no character development other no. than, no. than so, being, oh, that's a girl. Let's talk a little bit about um, when she walks into the shop and it's covered in blood. <laughs> She's just like, wow, look, it's the box everyone wants. Everything's fine. She um, gets like scarecrowed. Yeah, she does. Yeah, I wanted to talk about how like I feel like this is like a turning point in the show where things start to get really like cra- super crazy. I feel like up to this point, like the directing and every and editing and everything is like fairly straightforward it's making sense this is this is straightforward canadian cable yeah it kind of looks like yeah old it, you know like you could be like someone could also be like oh this is an old bbc show or, something. or this like, is an old episode of ghost writer or, yeah, or, or dark shadows or you know <laughs> yeah. something like that like it's an it looks like you know but it's fairly competently made and things make sense this scene where suddenly uh the evil possessed like uh what was his name? Bloom or something like that? Seamus. Oh. Seamus yeah, Bloom. Sheamus, yeah. yeah. Um, he is possessed and starts chasing her through the streets. But right. there's a point where, like, she's running from him, and then he just stops and then stares. And then the editing gets all crazy and goes, like, uh, I don't remember what the term is for when it's, like, oh, it kind of goes, like, negative. Oh, yeah, it goes in negative, yeah. They like that effect a lot. They really yes. It happens, yes. like, all the time. <laughs> they, just, they just got it. Adobe Premiere <laughs> just had it that year in 96. Yeah. But she's, like, running away, and she's, like, running out of the city, running into the cornfield, and he's just standing there, and it's, like, and all these, like, frenzied, like, shots of his eyes and the flashing. But he doesn't, he's not doing anything. And then she gets by the scarecrow and just goes, ah, up at the sky, and then his eyes flash again, and that's all you see. I gotta say, when I got iMovie in 2002, I was real into the negative effect. (laughs) It was um, incredibly exciting. Do you think Scary Stories stole that from the show? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was actually thinking about that uh, during this scene, because that was a very Scarecrow-heavy movie. So her her death goes on to motivate the members of the legacy for the entire series. They keep bringing up, oh, Oh, Julia, Julia, I'm mad because it's your fault Julia died, and it's your fault Julia died, and I'm so sad that Julia died, even though we knew nothing about her. My favorite thing about the context about her death is when the this little girl has buried her brother and her father and this random stranger who she's never met just goes to her and says, uh, you lost some special people, huh? Well, this the, Julia, who I lost, was like my best friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, so like, I, like we're, we're going through the same thing right now. And like it's like, no, you, you, you buried her father and her brother. <laughs> yeah, well... And this is a lady that you worked with. We established that Philip's like demon trick is this lady that, you know, he slept with. But for both Nick and Alex, the trick is like, it's me, Julia. Like, I'm so, you help me. I'm alive or whatever. And then they get the key from both of them by mm-hmm. using that. Because method. it's just around their necks. Yeah. Oh, God. This, all this stuff at the end uh, gets real, real crazy. This, so, yeah, we got to talk about the hotel room. This, oh, show, this yeah. show goes beyond what I would have ever thought. That's this show easy. goes exactly what I think that if you like, oh, you want to make this cable show on Showtime in 1996? Well, there better be a softcore element to it because yeah, we're Showtime. Yeah. Jennifer, you want to set up this uh, insane yes. scene? So, um, 
the door. There's a knock at the uh, Rachel. Rachel Rachel's yeah. hotel door. She opens it. It's um, Seamus with the key, but then she sees her husband. Wait, she's in front of the mirror talking about. He appears as her husband and starts kissing mm-hmm. her. Yeah. A boob is shown, of course. Just one boob. You have to show at least one nipple mm-hmm. on, on cable. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It was a very 90s sex scene. Mm-hmm. Very 90s. The music. The wind machine. Oh, it's so great. It was, I mean, and then they, they make sweet love, and he has a tongue that's like a snake. Oh, that great. was so gross. It was super gross. Yeah. Um. So, but it's essentially a rape. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We, but it's also shot like it's supposed to be hot. Do we think that, like, she's like, oh my God, my dead husband, and there's no manipulation from this demon? Like, she's just, like, thinks that it's her husband? Or is the demon, like, releasing pheromones in some way? Uh, I mean, probably. Yeah. He's mentally, just, like, mentally like, fucking with I her. I don't as well. think that that's a realistic reaction to your dead husband. Yeah. Being I, I, like, I, yeah. Oh my God, you're finally here. Let's fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've missed your touch. Well, like I told you, I did watch some other episodes and it didn't take me very long to like hammer this format down. And so at this point in this pilot, I'm not like quite sure if Rachel and Kat are like actually part of the cast or right. if they're, you know, the helpless people of the week. Cause I don't know how episodic this mm-hmm. is going to be going forward. And so I kind of thought that they were just, that these are the people we're helping this week, but no, they are like main cast members for the entire season. And Rachel legacy. becomes a part of the legacy. Like, yeah, Rachel joins the team she does she ends up living they end up living there with them in the house and all this stuff but every episode is like pretty much you can get it down into like Derek either touches something or has a dream that gives him some kind of vision about whatever's happening. <laughs> then they he sends Dutch Rachel dream. and one other person, usually Nick, to go investigate. And then they somehow get uh, trapped or attacked or whatever by demons and Rachel either gets possessed and or... <laughs> raped or almost raped or almost like sexually assaulted by whatever the demon is uh and then Derek comes in and saves them that's like do you see her boob in every episode no so uh, none of the other ones (laughs) I watched had a boob so this was the only (laughs) one I saw that had a boob that doesn't mean there's not boobs in other episodes but I never saw boobs again especially not Helen Shaver's boob Left boob. Left I mean, boob. after her performance in the, the first episode, I would not have invited her to be on the legacy. <laughs> well, I mean, you have stellar acting like Phillips. So. She cannot. Yeah, she cannot be trusted. No. She's fucking shit up left and right. She always gets possessed and always gets almost raped. She's she's kind of like a the slutty one of the one of the other yes, one, of the, one of the other moments that I laughed out loud was the literal climax of this episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when Cat walks in, yeah, what the? And then he's like, oh, God. Oh, yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> and it's like negative shot. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then he immediately jumps out the window. <laughs> I also say bad parodying because lock that connecting door if you're going to have that's right sexy time. If you're yeah, if you. You would have the, the, the foresight if you know if your dead husband came back and yeah, it's time to go to, first. to yeah. the bone zone. You lock that door. Of course. <laughs> yeah, Catherine comes in and he hisses at her with the tongue. And I was like, Ugh. The tongue is real gross. Um, but yeah, I think in the first Poltergeist when the demon was going after her after she got out of the tub and everything and in the bed. And I think I remember exactly saying, 
if this if she gets raped by this demon, I'm out. I'm done. Like, right. and then this happens in this episode, and I was like, Ugh. the show is heavy on demon rape. It That's is, right. and, then, yeah. and then it's immediately like, oh, this demon baby is growing super fast, so fast. Which you know, we've seen enough horror movies to know that demon babies do grow super fast. Yeah, that yeah. umbilical cord, though. Jesus oh my, oh my god. god. So so that, so this is we've now gotten to the main talking point of this. Yeah, episode. so they transport Rachel and Cap back to the Legacy House in San Francisco to figure out what the hell is happening with demon fetus mm-hmm. yes which develops in like a day in a months. day yeah and so the demon fetus <laughs> is, is born very we, very quickly we witness a totally normal at-home birth a totally normal at-home birth <laughs> and uh it immediately scuttles out i like when it looks at her while yeah, it's, it, it comes like, out oh, oh, it was so gross eyes. it's it a little so puppet and it's not a good enough practical effect where they can actually like give it any screen time as you just see a blur and then so it crawls across the floor the umbilical cord is still attached <laughs> and she starts to be dragged around the room yeah, by I'm this pretty demon. sure you'd be dead like yeah. i think it would it pull was, out also, so also like the, the she has a placenta that's like an anchor <laughs> yeah, yeah. stuck in her she's getting dragged like up the wall and yeah. everything and the most hilarious part of this scene is that how does she get out of this predicament she's being dragged around by this demon baby Dragged around by the umbilical cord. It's horrible and terrifying. Uh, but luckily, there is a sculpture that has a sword attached to it. <laughs> yeah. A really, like, racist Asian yeah. sculpture <laughs> of, like, an Asian warrior holding a sword. And by random happenstance, mazel tov, it gets cut. <laughs> <laughs> around the sword. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then it just kind of and goes away and then goes and then tempts them three times and gets all the keys. Because it turns into her son, right? right. Mm-hmm. It turns into a bunch of stuff. It's like this, a weird anamorph. It's weird because it type. turns into her, her son becomes like the chosen, his <laughs> preferred form. The gozer. Of, yeah, but uh, then yeah. He, he turns into like so sexy girl who it's makes so out with stupid. the priest. Yeah. But then once he successfully gets the key, he turns into the little boy again. It's like, yeah. haha, we just made Thank out. You. Bye. And the priest yeah. runs away like. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Jesus! <laughs> that was oh my, my god! I just part. made out with a little and boy. And she's all no. mucusy. And so here's the thing: like the only thing that this like this demon can do is trick them. He's using like like manipulating their emotions. But then at some point, he just blows up a fucking helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like not like through like oh I knocked over this can of gas or whatever. It's just like no that helicopter is gonna get blown up. All the stuff with the with the demon kid is so funny. Yes. Uh, like because each time they show him, it's like some like crazy edit to like a speed zoom camera thing <laughs> like really fast like <laughs> and like like uh and he just like smiles and laughs and it's all fast forward motion it's like so fucking and stupid occasionally goes to negative yes yes i want to know what that kid's doing now I love, yeah, and the scene where it's like Philip made out with a boy. It's so funny. That's so good. The priest really made out with a kid. <laughs> yeah. I did not find the little boy, but I, oh, I no. focused all my child star check and energy on Alexandra Purvis, the main uh, girl who plays Kat. Um, she. Oh, she's in Santa Claus too, as oh, uh, Eric Lloyd's little girlfriend at school. Uh-huh. And uh, her name was Danielle. And the most recent, the most recent news I could find about her was that in 2006, she was recognized as the 
uh, seller of the week in Good Burnaby, time. Canada for American Income Life, which I'm pretty she's, sure is a multi-level marketing scheme. Oh, yeah. She's making oh, it happen. That's MLM. Herbalife. Hey, at yeah. least she's alive. <laughs> yes, she is I'm alive. selling Herbalife. Life, but yeah. I did not find the little demon boy. There are so, like, in the five episodes I watched, there were like four different little ghost boys and I was just did not have the energy because they were all white and they all had generic names. So. There's too many white ghost boys. There, there is. Where, just, where's the it's just true. Inclusivity. That's yeah. Right. They also have like um, any anytime someone's like possessed by a demon, they have these hilarious like stretchy face effects yeah. that they're doing on their bodies. It's kind of it's a little <laughs> bit Buffy. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's but a like little buff, bit Buffy. But like Pre-Buffy. Buffy was like actual makeup. Sure. What year was this? Was Buffy? not. <laughs> no, I had that same thought. Is like, was this pre or post Buffy? Or simultaneous. Uh, I feel like it's got to be really close. I can look. Um, but yeah, the the way they implement that stuff is just really funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. It was 97 for Buffy, which is what oh, I Oh, the next year. Yeah, How come pretty the, close. Um, the very on Buffy, which are, they are much better than they are. Legacy. Because they did practical effects. They did. Yeah. Yay. No I negative. Mean, uh... They do some <laughs> practical effects in this. And then there's some PlayStation 1 graphics brought to life. Oh, yeah. yeah like when one of the bodies disintegrates, there's maggots or something. Oh, yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. That, I like that. I like that part. Yeah. Really yeah. Cool. She- Seamus Bloom or whatever his, yeah. bo- his body Shamus. is. Seamus. One, one that they really start to Hi, favor. Shishai. Later is the uh, stretchy hallway effect that yeah. they use in the original oh, uh, yeah. couple poltergeists. That's a popular one. And they also have like the spinning, like one time they show the whole like room just like spinning crazy, which I thought kind of cool. So yeah, what this demon ends up tempting and all of the team members and you see how dumb all the team members are. Really yes. Dumb. I feel like that the only one that's not egregious is the military dude. He thinks yeah. he's killed cat. He thinks oh, he shot right. her. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And and it's he's like, ha ha, I'm actually just the little demon boy. And, and then he steals like, the yeah, yeah, the key. I was like, okay, like that one makes sense. All the other ones are just like, I'm your dad. I'm your friend. Like it's like, you know this. You know this. You're part of a secret well, yeah, and, society. And Derek even stabs his fake dad through with a knife, uh, yeah. giant sword, and somehow he still gets the key. I don't really know. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um yeah, he gets like a. Is that this episode? Oh no, it's not. Never mind. Everybody, his dad's like, you know that like you could be on the bad side. Could be fun. Yeah, would be fun. Yeah, this keeps coming up, and the, the Tangina episode, he ends up killing his ghost dad again with a giant like Godric Gryffindor <laughs> sword is, that like, comes out of nowhere. <laughs> the ghost is already dead, so you could you're gonna just have to kill him over and over. Yes, but this death that we see in this episode actually ends up being the official second death of the ghost dad that comes into play for the series finale. Those Bill oh Cosby. Yeah, I'm thinking the Bill Cosby. Like, oh, my bad, my bad. I remember. No, I don't mean to invoke that. that There's already enough movie. rape here. Okay. <laughs> he shows up in episode three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, everybody ends up on the roof of the That's San Francisco correct. house. Yes. Yep. The San Francisco um, Island. <laughs> that's right. And uh, the sepulchers have all been uh, put together. There's a beam of light coming out. And uh, Connor's like, give me that key. He turns He turns all like uh, Freddy Krueger. He's like, give me that key. Give me that key, bitch. <laughs> give me that key, I bitch. that same joke. I was like, oh, Freddy's here <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. Um, and uh, 
he goes over the edge of the roof like, fuck, I'm falling. And then Rachel still, even though she like, no, that's my baby boy. No, yeah, even like moments before she was like, I'm not giving you this key. Yeah. You're no, not no, coming. Yeah, she goes to her daughter. <laughs> no, like, she's like, give me the key. And her daughter's like, no, like I'm like, I'm pure. Like I can. And she's like, trust me. And it's like, no, no. Like I, we've seen you are literally not to be trusted. There's past like four there, different false you made out wins and yeah, like, like, like We've literally watched 30 minutes of this thing tricking every. Everybody, especially she, Rachel. Yeah. yeah, Rachel is the f- <laughs> easier. And and she's like, no, trust me. And it's like, oh, mom's saying now. Like, I'm gonna give her the key. And then she gives her the key, and then she's just like, no, I'm not gonna give it to you. And I'm like, well, what is that? Like, what? Yeah. Like, what? Because she's the adult. Yeah. Why is that any different? And, and then the kid just flies off the roof. The kid flies off the roof, but then the, he's hanging on the edge, like, "Mommy, help me!" <laughs> and she's like, oh, "My son is dying." I can't guess <laughs> and I'm like, "Come on, on, what are you doing?" By the way, I thought yeah. you had learned. It's just creepy too, because it's like that's your your demon spawn that raped you. Like, get, like, uh, like let it die. Right, you let it die. Let it fall into the CG fog I mean, below. And they. Open up the gate of hell. All five boxes are unlocked and open. The gates of hell are open. But apparently you could just seal everything up again so by just getting everybody so, to turn the keys back the other way. So knowing what I knew that this was like 88 episodes of television, I was like, oh, is this the inciting incident that's, where they fuck up? That's It's like the Ghostbusters yeah, containment it was, explosion. Yeah. It's like, okay, so like the entire show is going to be them tracking down these demons because it's like, hey, like we really fucked up and like we have to make it right. Turns out no. Turns yeah, out it's just apparently a- they just cry over Julie's death. The rest of the <laughs> yeah, episode. I just I I was like I don't understand how what this is like. I thought that was going to be that, but then they wrap it up. So I'm like, wow, is every episode going to have stakes that are at that level, and they're going to wrap it up every week? Like this. Well, is no, crazy. There's, there's one episode where he just plays soccer, and it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's really violent. He yeah, he's like, we got to beat episode. those Satanists yeah. on the pitch. <laughs> so before we go on into the series, like, what do we think about? This episode as a pilot, uh, the best pilot that's ever existed. Obviously, <laughs> so, I love that we learn you can cut off the heads of ghosts. Yes, <laughs> and that demons have very strong umbilical cords. Yes, oh. yeah. sweet Jesus, Rosemary's yeah. baby. That probably was a bitch to cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, has to be diamond tipped. Um, <laughs> I think that it, for 1996, I don't have a, a, a strong concept of like what was happening with serialized TV, but just knowing that it was on the same like like stargate came right afterwards it's like i love dumb like sci-fi thriller horror serialized shows like this and it seems like it's kind of pioneering it seems really dumb and hokey and the Mm -hmm. characters are incredibly clunky uh but I also don't think that at the time there was anything on TV that was quite like it like a supernatural uh procedural yeah Yeah. you know that was Five years earlier, and I was eleven at the time. Oldest, <laughs> but, um, Dark Shadows. I was obsessed yes. with it. One season, I was obsessed with it. Very bad, bad acting. Not a super vampire, sure. not supernaturally. Blah. But as far as acting and the effects go, right on. Well, yeah. Par with yeah. And this show comes from some of the creators of the newer Outer Limits show. Yep. Oh, yeah. That had started just like a year. Well, before and this. a lot of and like and and X Files was already happening and oh, all of that. Sure. Like yes. So, so like I I I. Like, this is on the up and up of these episodic genre yeah. shows. Right. Yeah, so it's sure. kind of pioneering, like you guys mentioned, Buffy, uh, obviously, like, Supernatural and Smallville, all yeah. these other things. And then, like, 
at some point it takes a turn where people start to turn against that and they're like oh freak of the week stuff is so stupid blah 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 it needs to have an overarching mythology yeah. Yeah. which like this sort of does but it it alternates between like one or two episodes that are capsules and then mm. maybe a couple episodes that will touch the overarching topic of Derek and his dad and the legacy and how Rachel is involved and the, the so this thing like the five sepulchers actually is like the thing for the whole series oh my god this incident keeps coming back like we keep (laughs) mentioning it over and over and it keeps do they lose boxes because they have four of them you know i don't know it starts with them having all of them they get the fifth one they always have to mention this like again and again about oh that one time you know blah 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 but like uh, they get better with the keys or are they- uh, I think that, yeah, I, it's not so much that the sepulcher gets opened again and again, but it's like this mythology of his dad and the time he stabbed his already dead dad with the sword and when they first met Rachel. Like, that continues to just be, like, Derek this is our overarching mythology. Like, I'll tell you, it'd probably be better if I was drunk and this was, like, a drunk history retelling, uh, but right. I'll, let me tell you what I did watch. So, uh, episode three, because these are, like, technically... One and two. So episode three, Derek's friend from boarding school is accused of beating his son, like, almost to death. But it turns out it was, like, actually a ghost that was doing it. And then later... Oh, so it's fine. Yeah. Later, they find out that the reason is because the guy had an illegitimate child with a girlfriend, and then... He spurned the girlfriend and she went crazy and drowned the boy. So that little boy is haunting the new, his new little boy. And like the, the way they resolve this is that the ghost boy just kills the dad and the dad's just dead. (laughs) And like Derek's like, all right, successful saving of a little boy. Derek just likes going around killing dads. Yeah. So justice. Yeah. Episode four is like a secret Brigadoon style town that only <laughs> appears once every, you know, however many years. And I got excited because I was really hoping this was like a cane reference. I got excited just by that description. <laughs> it's a crazy preacher that said, oh, you know, the world is going to be engulfed in flames. It's end times. you got to stay with me. That's the only way to survive. You know, it's like a, a Roanoke type sure. thing. And, um, Rachel and Nick end up getting trapped in there, and uh, then she almost gets raped by the creepy pastor. Rachel. And then uh, why doesn't Nick get raped? I don't know. And why yeah. is it? Right? By the way, the, the abusive it. dad episode. No um, yeah. Nick really didn't want to help the abusive dad or the accused abusive dad because his dad was abusive and was friends with Derek, and Derek never helped him because he didn't know he was abusive. So Nick was mad. Oh God, Nick is like a like a bratty kid. He yeah, is. yeah, he's the bratty teenager. He, he really is. Um, and so then, if you skip forward to episode nineteen, Rachel's aunt dies, and they inherit like a, a southern plantation <laughs> complete with a slave who's basically like Miss Catherine didn't let me do blah blah blah, 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 blah and goes crazy and is like in the jail like spouting like weird southern like gone with the wind style like I no thank you so. yeah and um it turns out that her mom and aunt hated each other because they both liked the same guy and her aunt was into satanic stuff and was trying to 
become pregnant with a demon baby by having sex with her fiance, but it killed him. Wait, this ritual. is all in Splash Mountain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, oh my, what a wonderful day. Uh, yeah, and so then it eventually comes out in the Tangina episode, which is after this and connected to it. It's another like part one, part two thing that Derek's dad was actually evil. And that's like, when this whole Indiana Jones thing that you uh, saw happen. He tried to kill Paddington. He killed... <laughs> Derek's dad killed Rachel's mom. Oh, of course. Thinking that it was the evil aunt who was trying to no. make the demon baby. No. He accidentally killed her mom instead. See, I'm, I think the episode would be a lot easier <laughs> if he just kept the boxes open and they were going after the ghost. Yeah. Some, so Sometimes... Shows are better when the writer's room does not have access to the characters. Yeah. Well, and I want to mention, too, that they kind of ran out of material. So the entire last episode of the first season is a clip show about Derek being put on trial for being a bad leader of the legacy house by the other <laughs> legacy people from other countries. And um, then the soup Nazis there. Yeah, it's like a very and, side. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah, like yeah. a clip show. And then in the second season, they ran out even sooner, and there's two clip shows at the end. Um, is um, it a double trial? Um, I don't. I didn't know. I didn't get to that one. I meant to watch it, but I just. It's just, it's just him being. It's, he's actually at the gates of heaven. Be like, no, I lived a good life. Yeah. Look at all my good deeds. Um, in season four, they decided to do a crossover with Showtime's most popular program at the time, WWE. And oh so yes, Undertaker oh yes. comes and that. is trying to drag Nick's no. already deceased brother yes. into hell and he's like the soul chaser <laughs> but he's the undertaker also I, I did read about this and that it was one of the most successful crossover like it was heavily watched oh, the yes. undertaker people yes. were excited about the undertaker i'll watch yeah. the undertaker that's anyway. right so then real quick the way the series ends is that derek's father they he realizes that he actually killed him twice the first time at the when he was little and then the second time when he killed him with the sword on the night depicted in this pilot and so somehow the dad is going to destroy the house and open up a secret gate to hell that was underneath the house behind the, whole the time. laser map yeah um <laughs> and, and the brass and knuckle wall although there has been absolutely no precursors or hints to this Alex uh, admits that she's been in love with Derek the whole time <laughs> and then he also admits that he was also in love with her the whole time but he can't do anything about it now because he has to go sacrifice himself to close the gate of hell and the whole house and the island blows up and it all burns down to the ground but oh my God. they're saved because he sacrifices himself the end. Okay, what does this have to do with Poltergeist? That's what I wanted to know. Yes. Nothing. So nothing, I mean nothing. it's MGM, they made it, they obviously took the name because they have the rights to it, but it's got nothing to do with anything other than that one Tangina-Christina situation. Yeah, and I mean, as awful as all that sounds, apparently there are, like, real fans of this show. There are. I have to say, the the Legacy Web site uh, was very helpful to me in all my research. They have an FAQ on the um, Legacy website, and apparently fans uh, refer to the show as PTL. Yeah. P colon TL. Yeah, P colon TL. And I saw this pop up in reviews on Amazon and all over the place. In fact, you know what? Uh, There was one review on Amazon I wanted to read real quick. Okay. For you guys. There, you know, I thought like that a lot of the bad reviews would be funny, but it's actually this like over enthusiastic review <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is pretty hilarious. And it's the first one that pops up, so you probably if you've ever looked up this show, you've seen it. It says, Wow. I just finished the 90-minute premiere episode of this series. There was no point in waiting any further before logging in this critique. 
<laughs> if you saw the series in its U.S. release back in the 80s, you ain't seen nothing yet. In the 90s? 90s, 96. It know. says 80s. Uh, this is the European version of the show and is, an R, as, and is as R-rated as any theatrical feature of the time. The scares are quite creepy with eye-popping special effects and the sex includes a demonic seduction that leaves nothing to the imagination. Just one nipple. <laughs> Keep the kitties in the other room, Mommy. Oh my that's, god! That's the that's the limit of imagination. This is yeah. Halloween for the grownups. Oh my god! This person. I'm just gonna leave it at. There's a IMDb Eric review. That, uh, <laughs> this is Halloween for the grownups. There's an IMDb review that's basically like it's the best show ever. Just watch it and you'll know. <laughs> I do. I do feel like it's came out at the time where like the, it's very it could easily be the first show of this type that you saw mm-hmm. and if and just by like oh, i've never seen anything like this and you become a fan of it like yeah I, I get it yeah i mean it ran you know like it ran for four seasons yep idiot that's not nothing and like also <laughs> can we all just like just sit and appreciate and thank lost for getting rid of the 22 episode season for yes, shows. Yes. Yes. Just, yeah. Can we just say, like, speaking of Lost, oh, that did it. I have a game <laughs> yes, because true. there are many, many, many character actors and famous people that appear in the 88 episodes of this very long show over the years. And many of them, you know, cut their teeth, I guess, as guest stars by appearing here. Uh, so I already talked to you about Tangina. Mm-hmm. Um, Racking my brain for J.J. Abrams' favorite Canadians. Yeah, well, <laughs> I will tell you just like quickly some of our favorites. Twin Peaks, uh, Major Briggs is in an episode yes. playing basically Major Briggs, my favorite but a real estate agent. Of all time is Bobby Briggs. Yes. <laughs> yes. I can talk for an hour. I won't go on about it. <laughs> uh, from Lost, we have uh, Fiona Flanagan, who plays um, Eloise Widmore in mm-hmm. Lost. Um, and so then here's a game. For you, that you can try to guess some of the other people that right. appear in this. We're show. ready. So, um, what are the in ru- honor of? There's not really much rules because it's kind of. And I also I forgot to tell Justin to get yay and nay sounds. Okay, so you can just try to guess. Some of them are open ended. So, in honor of Helen Shaver being from Tremors too, which original Tremors perfection resident appears later on in Poltergeist Legacy? Kevin Bacon. It is not Kevin Bacon. How about everybody gets one guess? Okay. Um, I'm like, I got to look up the cast again. Just guess someone that you know off the top of your that head. That other guy with Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah, that other guy. Fred Ward? Is that what you're trying yeah, to guess? Yeah, Fred Ward. It is not Fred Ward. Dang it. The girl from Jurassic Park. No. <laughs> what about uh, Michael Gross? No. It. it is Victor Wong Chang of Chang's Market. Oh. Who names the Graboids. Nice. There you go. Um, which Bluth family member appears really? on oh, this show? Jeffrey Tambor. No. Oh, that would have been great. Jessica Walters. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did it. I did it. Did it. Okay. I really wish um, it was Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Robbie Chong plays uh, what's her face in the show? Alex. Mm-hmm. So, which other Chong family member appeared on the show? Is it? Radon Chong, who's famous for being in Color Purple. Is it Marcus Chong, who was in The Matrix? Or is it Tommy Chong of, of course, Cheech and Chong? I wish, I hope it's Tommy Chong. I hope it's Tommy Chong. It's not. Radon? It is Radon. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She, a guest appearance for her sister's show later on. (laughs) I Uh, really want to be. Which member of the Breakfast Club comes into Poltergeist Legacy? Amelia Lister. I I was going to say Amelia. It is not Amelia. God, which one? Jennifer Grey? No, uh, she's, I know. 
It is Anthony yeah, Michael I was like, Hall. Who's the least yeah. successful? I was like, Anthony Michael He does show up. Um, so sequel rights edition, which one of these four people appears? Is it Ellie Harvey, the mom from Home Alone 5? Is it Frank Grillo of The Purge? Is it <laughs> Kevin Kilner from Home Alone 3, the dad? Or is it Jake Busey from Roadhouse and Starship Troopers? I gotta believe that Jake Busey's like her. I was like, you, you know you wanted to be Jake Busey. <laughs> Any guesses? Any other guesses? He Home said Alone Jake Busey. Mom. No, it is not Jake Busey. It is not the mom from Home Alone. They all appear. Or no, sorry, wait. Jake Busey does not appear. Oh. So yeah, the mom, the dad, and Frank Grillo appear hey, on this show. Oh my god. Yeah, sorry, my Frank bad. Grillo's on so the Jake show? Busey was the correct But answer. we can all agree if there was a fifth season, Busey was oh, gonna be absolutely. in it. I, I wish Busey was in it, but Okay, and so finally, which Disney actor uh does not appear? Is it Renee Aubergenois, Chef Louis from Little Mermaid? Is it David Ogden Styers, Cogsworth? Uh, is it Tony Amendola, who plays Geppetto on Once Upon a Time? Or is it Carrie Hiroyuki Tagawa, who is Johnny Tsunami's dad? I feel like Johnny Tsunami's dad's definitely in this. <laughs> I don't know. The chef. Cogsworth. They're all in it! Trick question! Why? Johnny Tsunami's dad's in this. So, yes. Murder, she wrote? Everybody's yeah. in Murder, she wrote. Every actor over a certain age has That's been right. in one Or murder, like, if you're a New York actor, you've been in Law and Order oh, probably more than once. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Murder, She Wrote was on for a lot longer time. Right? I it's like, love that yeah, show once, so much. If you, if, you, if, you have, if you have a SAG card and you like, once you hit your like 50th birthday, it's like, now like, you've been called. You're on hey, Murder, uh, Murder, uh, have yeah. you been on Poltergeist, The Legacy? Yet? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, like I, a it's a lot of people. And I went through good. the list and I just kept seeing people and I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then I went through it a second time and like clicked on names that I wasn't quite sure of and then remembered like, oh yeah, that guy was the dad in Home Alone 3. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> so That's bananas. Well, basic, ca- well, I guess premium cable television yeah. that moved to basic well, cable television. And surprisingly yeah. enough, the creator of the show really hadn't done much writing before or after and done more producing than anything. Yeah. Mm. And this show, we should Not say... Not much of a legacy. <laughs> if we didn't already, it's currently completely available on Amazon Prime if yeah. you want to watch it. If you're really into genre stuff, I'm sure it is like there are episodes that are entertaining. There were some parts that I definitely liked about it, but yeah, it's very... Um, it leans heavily on the she's possessed and getting raped again and it just kind of... I mean, I get Supernatural's the same show. Yeah. Halloween for adults. Yeah, yeah. it's Halloween for adults. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's the president. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do we want to do a rating? I mean, I think we do. Like we have to. Yeah. You have anything? Oh, I feel like it's how many demon yeah. slot boxes. <laughs> slot boxes. <laughs> <laughs> demon slot boxes. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm doing with that phrasing. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh... I will go first here. Um, I'm going to give it uh, two demon slot boxes. boxes. Yeah. Which is not enough to form a pentagram. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, All I can do is form like it, a, a it, line. It, I it does know. not form a portal for you watching the rest of the show. No. <laughs> there was like a moment early on where I was like, oh man, like I would be interested to maybe watch this because it looks crazy. Yeah. And then it got it's so like, stupid real that boring. I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> um, but... Uh, uh, as you might have heard in this episode, I had a lot of fun watching this uh, because it was so stupid, but it wasn't enough fun for me to give it more than a two. Yeah. Um, I am somewhat shocked that this went on for 88 episodes. <laughs> yeah, honestly. me too. 
I feel like uh, I feel like maybe back then they just gave the shows more the benefit of the doubt because they were premium channels and, yeah, and the I, ratings were kind of like. Eh. I think I found there was like an old. I th- I think it was an old article on Variety that said that Showtime had greenlit 43 episodes like from the get go. Wow. <laughs> oh my god! So like uh, that's pretty crazy. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a shame that there's not any stronger connection to the show. But I guess, or sorry, to the original films. Um, but I guess the name itself was enough to maybe bring some people over. And uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think I would watch the rest of the episodes. <laughs> Yeah, um, I will give it three demon slot boxes. It was not great. Um, but I think that for me, having watched a few more episodes, the capsule, you know, episodes worked a lot better, I thought, than the overarching story, which is just kind of all over the place and, and stupid. And the fact that these people are connected cosmically is just crazy. It's because of how they met was being totally random. And a lot of daddy issues. Yeah, daddy issues, demon rapes dead kids you know it's it's typical we're all all connected yeah so um that i would give it three i really i mean when we started this i totally had the same intentions and i was like i'm gonna do exactly what i did for tremors justin and tyler are just gonna watch one episode i'm gonna watch the whole series and come in and be able to talk about everything i could not do it i just could not we only had one week and i just like i fell asleep during some of these i would just get distracted i'd be like oh what's going on on facebook you know i wonder why yeah. yeah it was tough they are not compelling yeah. No. <laughs> so anyway, Jennifer. I, I think I will give it three slot boxes. All one right. box for the umbilical cord. Yeah. <laughs> one for Philip's fine acting and no. a third one for her nipple. <laughs> yeah. There you go. It left, no, it left nothing to the imagination. I can, I can, I can back that rating. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, I, I, I believe in symmetry, so I know what the other one looks like. Yeah. <laughs> that might be one of the most well thought out ratings we've ever had. Yeah. 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 That was well, impressive. That, I mean, the umbilical cord. That was wild. Uh, I'm going to go with two. I found it to be, I, I guess... It was so loosely uh, attached, unlike the umbilical cord, to the <laughs> to the, uh, the film franchise. And the film franchise didn't get into any arcane bullshit, which this is the only thing that the show has to offer is like secret societies and bullshit. Like the like the I feel like the the thing that I love about the original Poltergeist is that it's just kind of the crass commercial disrespect for human life. And just moving a a cemetery of any kind uh, doesn't have to be sacred. Doesn't have to be anything. It was just a disrespect of what came before. Is the kind of trespass that opened up this cosmic gateway. And in this, it's like, oh, there's incantations and bullshit. And I feel like it kind of takes away from the retelling of a ghost story in modern times at a suburb and everything else like that. So again, it's one of those things. Is is everything else in the series after the first one that diminishes the excellence of the first one. Yeah. And, uh, if I never saw another demon rape scene again in my life, I'd be fine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But we probably will. Like tomorrow, you know, you know, know we should see, like there's a lot of Roman ghosts out there. Some Caligula is going to go like, get some guy. Like, where's that scene? Where's Caligula? Like, yeah. yeah, Boating anybody he finds. (laughs) That's right. There was honestly a moment earlier this week that, you know, I was, we were watching this and uh, it's so disconnected that I was like, did we mess up by watching this? <laughs> yeah, like, I know. No, I, I also same. thought that <laughs> after <laughs> the first episode. I was like, is this actually like not related, like literally not related yeah. at all? Yeah. 
but no, it's the same. Uh, yeah. I don't think we're in um, trouble of having a remake of it. Like they redid Creep Show, Twilight. I don't think they're going to do Legacy anytime well, soon. Yeah, well, yeah. Legacy. You never I mean, know, though. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> Speaking of remakes, yeah. next week we are on the remake train with Poltergeist from 2015. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I have not seen it. I I was actually excited for this and then didn't yeah. go to see it because I heard it was bad. So <laughs> This movie has people I like. Yeah. That's Sam true. Rockwell. Academy Award winner, Sam Rockwell. Maybe that's part of the problem. Emmy Emmy Award winner, Jared Harris. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 He's so he's hot right now, Jared. He's so he's so radioactively so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he captained that scary boat in the first season of The Terror. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I always think of him as um, when he played Andy Warhol like a million yeah. years ago. But oh, that's, yeah. That's what he looks like to me forever. <laughs> Well, we uh, yeah, we're uh, going to be watching 2015 Poltergeist next week. But Platinum uh, Dunes, The Purge, oh, Michael Platinum Bay. Dunes, <laughs> Platinum Dunes. But uh, for now, I just want to say a very uh, big thank you to Jennifer for being on this thank podcast. Yes. Hopefully, you don't feel like why the fuck did I agree no, to talk I'll about do this, this crazy show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like talking about your show. I'll be here anytime. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you, you were awesome. We we're great. Yeah. Uh, very uh, grateful for having you this week. Yeah. Is there anywhere that people can follow you or anything you want to mention that you're up to? You, oh, yes. So um, we are currently working on two shows that will be streaming on Amazon News. Um, mine is more horror related and Mike's is fancier. <laughs> Ooh, fancy. But mine will be the cool show. <laughs> so when it, when was that launching? So when we're going to launch them the beginning of the year. We're filming stuff right now. But yeah, if you, we can follow us on Instagram at Muse TV or my Instagram's Jennifer E. Ortega because there's 5 million Jennifer Ortegas. <laughs> Got it. Um, oh, if you really like us, please go on YouTube. Just search Muse TV. Subscribe to us because we're very close to 10,000. Ooh. Nice. And when you hit 10,000, you get like a balloon or some crap. Yeah, ah. You could be the 10,000th person. Yes. Subscriber. And William Sadler will knock on your door. He will. <laughs> we'll find him. And his face will be like. <laughs> <laughs> And, and don't let him kiss you because that yeah. leads to demon babies. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Oof. So, yeah, like we said, only one more episode for Poltergeist. So, please email us, sequelrights at gmail.com with your questions, comments, and suggestions for future franchises. Maybe something Christmassy coming up. I don't know. Family friendly. Yeah. Something that you're thankful for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then also find us on social media. We are not close to 10,000 followers. So, you know. So get on it. <laughs> yeah. Check us out. Yeah. Use TV uh, watchers. <laughs> yeah. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Sequel Reds. And rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, it it means a second. lot. And it takes yeah. one second. Be a good yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah. It just helps. Yeah. Like, what do you got to do? You just, you, just you just got to drag your finger across the stars. <laughs> Clickety clack. Do Clickety it. Clack. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Jennifer, thanks again for being here. We'll be back next week for Poltergeist 2015. <laughs> Catherine! Catherine! <laughs> Open the box, Catherine! Catherine! <laughs>